So I am here with Nikki. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Candy? Oh, I'm great. I'm so glad you're here. And you have a lot to talk about. Uh, you are an artist amongst, I'm sure, many other things. But this is a really cool episode that we're going to have here because you create beautiful art. You create inspiration for others. And so I'm really, really excited to talk to you about this. Tell us who you are. Tell us what you're all about. Well, my name's Nikki. So yes, I'm the artist um, behind Arcane Enchantments. And well, my main thing is this is if you've seen my art, I do a lot of moon witchy creations, a lot of magic. I love fantasy. Black cats are everywhere within it. And I have my own. Um, he's a huge source of inspiration for me. I love pagan. Like I'm a pagan. I'm a very spiritual person. And I find that there's a lack of pagan art out there. So for me to kind of connect with myself and my own spiritual side and create things that I want and like especially to do with like the sabbats and the solstices and stuff like that I love creating pieces that speak to people and their spiritual side and just magic in general and fantasy like it's my jam <laughs> and it proves to be your jam because as people see your work it is so incredibly exactly what you just talked about that's right whimsical pretty but also gothic like that's the thing is um i do have a victorian gothic aesthetic as well so i love to bring in spooky three six fives like i'm a halloween lover halloween's in my home all the time so i love being able to bring that into different areas like christmas easter if you go through my stuff it's all you know you have the pretty kind of florals and stuff like that for spring of course but then you also have the ghost with florals in there as well which is totally a blend of me and my personality so i actually found out about you through a mutual friend of ours and she had posted on her own facebook your page your business page and was like oh my god she's incredible look at this you know and i saw your art and i was just like wow that is so beautiful. I instantly fell in love with it. So I reached out to you. I wanted you to be on the show because you have so much to to offer this world. And you do you on your page, you have such cool posts that you put out there. But they're not just like, hey, look at my stuff. It's 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 inspirational. And it's it's beautiful. And it's I think it makes a lot of people want to be more creative. I love that because that is my sole purpose. And um, I love connecting with my community. And I think it's it's super important. And like I was talking about, like my whole my whole being is is magical and spiritual. So to create something that really touches me, the people that I bring in are people that I would and I do connect with naturally, you know, so you know, when people are commenting or messaging me, like they feel more like friends like they're, they're my community but they're people that I feel like I would hang out with not just online right so it's it's really cool to to have a community of people that you really relate to and a lot of times I do get comments of people that are like oh like you just inspired me with this new piece or it makes me want to you know pick up a paintbrush or, or get back to quilting even like not even necessarily just the same art as me but if it if it sparks something in somebody it it's a really really great feeling because I'm just making stuff for me and to see other people resonating and connect with it and do something beyond just like you said, like, oh, it's a pretty picture. I can hang it on my wall. Like it's, it's really, really amazing feeling. 
That's awesome. And you actually have a really fun term for, I called them your fans and you called them something else. What was it? My friends. Cause they are like, that's it. It's the community and they are fans, but it is, it's more than that. When, when you have that community and that connection, it's definitely more than just fans, people on your page, you know, like I try and connect with people on a regular, just because I enjoy it. Like it's, it's awesome. I'm super lucky and I'm super glad that we connected too. Absolutely. So am I. And I mean, I, I think it really shows in how you talk to your friends <laughs> um, because you make people feel comfortable. You make them feel welcome. And it isn't just about selling. No, not at all, for sure. It means so much to have my art in people's homes. I mean, obviously, as a business, you have to make a living and I need to I need to make a living to be able to keep making art. So it is is a, it is a bit of a cycle. But no, it's certainly more than certainly more than just selling when it comes down to making people smile or sometimes I'll and it's so weird, like when I think of what to post, and I just have this draw like, Oh, I'm gonna post this butterfly piece. Like, I don't know why I just feel like I just feel like today's a butterfly day, I'm just gonna post it because honestly, I try and plan my content, I'll do it. And then I'll get to that day and I'll be like oh I'm supposed to post this but I won't feel that that day so I'm like no you know what? I'm gonna post this instead and then I'll get that comment from someone that you know something like oh you know my my grandma passed it and butterflies remind me of her and I was thinking of her and this popped up and then I think that was the pull to post this butterfly piece for that person you know like it's so cool <laughs> well you seem very intuitive when it comes to your art and when it comes to what you do post right like you're saying you go you go with your gut which I think is incredible and so in alignment with the work that you're doing so true so true yeah because I do I try and like plan stuff and because that's how you know online you say that's what you're supposed to do content planner this and that and you know what in reality it seems like it should make my life easier right I don't got to think on a day by day but like you said that's not how I roll and it, it you're right it really actually does coincide with everything <laughs> were you always a creative person yeah, I've always loved doodling um, and crafts. Even as a kid, I never really took it seriously when I was younger. You know what I mean? Yes, I doodle. And yeah, you know, you can tell that's a unicorn, but um, more so cartoony. Um, but I have always liked crafting and DIY projects. Um, a lot of the times, especially like as I got older, especially being having the kind of darker aesthetic, um, like we talked about all year round, like you can't get the Halloween stuff. So I would be, you know, kind of the the queen of, okay, well, I really like that, but it'd be cooler if it had a skull or if it was painted black, you know? So I would always be kind of like, even if it wasn't creating something, I'd be tweaking something to make it mine or resonate with me more. That's awesome. And so what brought you to creating pieces of art, especially like selling them? So I started my Etsy, oh, I want to say about eight years ago now, but I started it not doing my watercolors. I started making dream catchers. And then I, from there, I went into clay creations. Um, I'm, I'm a huge crystal lover. So I started to make crystal jewelry for myself and put that up. It was actually kind of, it's a funny story how I actually started selling, selling. When I got my house, I wanted kind of darker stuff. So I would always tweak things or make something. Um, and it was specifically, I made a wreath and I made it out of black feather. I wanted to put it on my door and I put some skulls on it and some red roses. So it's very Gothic. And every time I would make something like a dream catcher or some candles, I would say to my husband, Oh, like, look at how, look at how cute this is. Like, couldn't I sell it? And, and he is super supportive. So he's always like, yeah, babe, like it looks great. You could absolutely sell it. And then I made this wreath said the same thing. Oh, look at how cute this is. Couldn't I sell it? And, uh, you know, expecting a 
yeah, absolutely. And he goes, no. And I was like, pardon? Pardon? And he's like, hear me out. He's like, yes, it's amazing. You know, you know, you're super creative and crafty. You know, you can sell us sell this but just keep talking shit he's like you say you're gonna do it but you don't actually sell it so no i don't think you can because you said you're gonna sell candles you said you're gonna sell dream catchers you said you're gonna sell this and that and and you never actually do take the step um and that was kind of the kick in the pants that i needed and i'm like challenge accepted like i'm doing this and yeah that was just the kick that i needed to actually start my etsy shop and the first thing i listed was um these little moon i called them moon catchers um, so I made I wanted a dream catcher for my car you know they're really popular those little dream catchers hanging in your car window or whatever but of course me I wanted a moon one because I love moons clearly so I made like a moon catcher sort of thing and I listed listed a handful of those and um, I started selling them within a couple weeks I'd say I mean obviously it's slow going one or two here and there but that was the start of my Etsy experience and then from there I kind of just started going with my creative flow I got into like like I said, clay work. I started doing like little clay fig- figurines with some crystals in it, little mushrooms. To be honest with you, it's a lot of the stuff that I draw now, which is so funny. The kind of whimsy sort of like vine work sort of things. Um, and then I started incorporating crystals, adding little nodules to put them on a necklace and kind of went from there. And then I got pregnant. As you know, jewelry, when you're working with beads and stuff there's a bunch of little pieces I didn't I just had a little basement apartment then so I didn't have a studio I had like a bin of my stuff that I would bring out to my to my kitchen table and just craft and put it away well when I had my son it got increasingly difficult so I actually I went on a hiatus I took eight months and through those eight months I struggled because I wasn't creating but it was super hard to create with a newborn with all these little things and busting it in and out um lack of sleep all that usual stuff um and then I was in Michael's one day and I just walked past the watercolor aisle and I was like instantly drawn I don't know why I was I wasn't there for anything like that and spent like 70 bucks, got the basics, artist loft, like basic little palettes, some cheap brushes and a set of 10 basic paper. And was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to try watercolor. And I sat there and did it every day. I, I designated at least an hour or two every day and just practicing and not even just drawing anything, just like practicing how the water works, you know, like putting a streak down and seeing how, how much pigment goes in and then adding water and the effects that it gives and, and stuff like that. I love the fact that you put so much work into honing that craft, right? Because when when I see your artwork, you can tell that there's a lot of detail in it. And so I can see you. I can see you practicing and, and you know, getting to where you are now, which is a great place. Yeah, it really is practice, practice. Like I get a lot of people that always ask me like, how, like, how do, how do I paint? How do I do this? And honestly, I actually made a video about it. And it, it's just practice, practice, practice. Of course, I think some people have a little bit of an innate talent, which I do think I have naturally, maybe that's my doodling from the past or whatnot. But I think at the end of the day, if someone wants to do something, 
and you just put the time in, anyone can achieve anything. It just might take a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I'd never picked up watercoloring before. I don't know why I was drawn to it, but sitting down with it and making the time. And I mean, it helps when you enjoy it too. It's not like I was like, oh, I want to be a watercolor, but like, I actually hate it. You know, I really enjoyed learning and I've always enjoyed learning just in general, anything. Um, I kind of like hyper fixate on some things when I get into something, whether it's research or trying like when I started, so I started watercoloring, like I said, and, but then since then over COVID, I got an iPad and I started doing digital art as well, which I'm sure you're seeing on my page, the kind of more graphic stuff. And same thing. I just like, I, I dropped watercolor for a bit and just like went like headstrong on this digital because I wanted to master it. Well, not math. I shouldn't say master because I think you can never master anything. Like you always have to learn and grow that there's never just going to be a point where you're like, okay, it's perfect. Right. But yeah. So I kind of like hyper fixate on things and yeah, just, just keep at it for anyone that wants to do anything. Just keep at what your passion is. Don't get discouraged. Learn to make mistakes and practice without expectations. And like I said, like I wasn't even like drawing certain things. I was literally just learning how the water moved and the pigment moved or sketching with a pencil and doing like, you know, different variations of shading, right? Like, okay, if I move it like this, it goes that dark, stuff like that and smudging it and stuff like that. So it's just keeping at it, keeping at it. I think that's a really beautiful perspective because like there's so many people out there, myself included, who, you know, I've never felt comfortable drawing or painting. I've never, and I'm, I'm a very creative person. I enjoy creating things. Uh, but that's always been something that I always felt uncomfortable with trying to do. So I love that perspective of just sitting down and, and get used to the medium that you're you're working with first. That's right, because everyone starts somewhere. Everyone starts at the bottom. Like you start do not knowing what you're doing, and you actually learn more by making mistakes. I think like there's been plenty of times I've been headstrong on a photo or, or a picture or something, and tried something new, which is good to do, and totally mucked it up. But I learned from that mistake. You know what I mean? More so than, you know, you just keep doing the same thing over and over again because you know how to do it. And then you're not growing and learning because you're, you're stuck in your comfort zone, right? Just try, just sit down and learn. You had talked about art being soul work. I believe art is therapy, honestly. I believe that it can heal your soul when you just get lost and immersed in whatever project you're doing. I mean, for me at this point, it is drawing and stuff like that, but it could be anything from quilting to candle making to anything really, like anything that you're passionate about and like doing weaving dream catchers, whatever. And I think a good example for that for me is uh, we had further discussed when I got into watercolor from when I stopped doing my other art because I got I got pregnant. And uh, I guess it's a little off topic from art, but it will tie in, I promise. So after I had my son, um, I did have postpartum depression. So that's common. I know it's not talked about a lot, but it was something that uh, I suffered with. He was my first, you know, so it was very new to me. And again, coupled on top of it, I obviously didn't see it in the time. But in hindsight, I stopped doing what I love doing. I didn't have the time, you know, things were busy and tiring and exhausting. And so you know, I had about eight months off from doing any sort of creative work, nothing, 
just focusing on, you know, taking care of my child. Uh, and when I did have that draw to watercolor and started picking it up and I told you, you know, I dedicated at least one hour a day. I made the time for myself. I put that time into myself to do something I wanted to do. Even if I was exhausted after he finally fell asleep, I was going to sit down and do this because I wanted to learn it. I'm not going to say instantly, but I definitely found, especially during that one hour, I didn't feel down and I felt happier after. And I'm not saying it, it, it healed me. It could just be the timing. But in my mind, in my own spiritual self, in hindsight, I, I truly believed it helped me get out of postpartum depression in a sense. And even with my own struggling with mental health on a daily, sometimes I just sit down and I'm, I'm mindlessly doodle. If I'm going through a creative block and I haven't created something for a while, I can find myself kind of going down the bit of the rabbit hole and, you know, not so uppity and having those mental health struggles. So when I sit down and create, I, I notice that helping alleviate is by no means medical advice. <laughs> I'm just saying like, just an example, right, of how I think that it, it is therapy and it, and it can help your soul. And I think whether it's the disconnect between being in your head, if you're someone that suffers with anxiety and constant overthinking or depression, it can help you kind of get out of your head a little bit and just get lost in something. I think as long as you as long as you can make that mental step of not having to be perfect, like I said, and, and being okay with making a mistake and having no expectations with what your end result is. You're just creating to create and see what comes of it. And so what is your favorite creation? What is your favorite thing to create? Obviously, I you know, it's painting and uh, digital design. I really like that I've been kind of trying to combine both my mediums. So like I'm now at the point where like, you know, I'll sketch and then upload into my iPad. I'm in the works of making a coloring book. So I'm kind of trying to make sure to like, get all those sort of steps in and I'm trying to translate like my mediums like I'm, I'm combining my mediums which is new for me but I'd have to say my creations are my moons like it's kind of what got me got me started and, and, and got me going and really excited about the moon series which is still ongoing right there's different variations um and it's kind of became a part of my brand and I just think it's so cool that it's it's a moon like you know they're all moons but they're all different and they all speak to different people and they have different vibes they can be fun and and playful and cute animals and they can be dark and haunting and romantic and you know I just think it's it's a really neat premise to take one thing and put so many different elements on it and it then it has a whole different vibe from color choices to what graphics on it you know that's incredible so I know that you do have mugs and things like that you put your images on what else do you what else do you put your images on well, I've done stickers um, and I'm working on getting another batch of that. So previously my stickers, I would order in, send them the image and then, you know, get them kind of sent into me. But I, with my kid now being in school, so it's easier for me to, like, I don't print my own work. I go to a local print shop. I love to support locals. So I have my little team, 4K prints. Um, it's a woman-owned business. So I really love that. And I built like a really big, a really nice bond with them. 
So, cause I didn't really have the time to sit there and try and like, A, A, I didn't have the money to invest in this like professional equipment. So I got someone else to do it for me. My orders come in and I put my orders in and they, and they print it for me. Um, and same with my, my mugs and stuff like that and the stickers, but I am working on getting my own equipment, at least for the stickers and be able to print them out. I already have a Cricut, um, and then have more variations there. But in the future, I'm working on a clothing line, which is super exciting. Some sweaters, dresses, stuff like that. Like I said, I'm planning on doing a coloring book, which is really, really neat because I get a lot of people that are like, oh, I wish I could color that in. And I thought it would be super cool to like create a hashtag and get people to tag that hashtag from the coloring book. So like, show me what you've made and then everyone can compare, right? With different mediums too, like pencil crayons, crayons, like how cool. That's a great idea. Way to get the community involved as well. And um, another future project that's coming is I am working on a tarot deck and an oracle deck, which I've been getting a ton of requests for. I already put my order in. <laughs> oh, you totally did. Absolutely. When it happens, it's just, it's a huge, the tarot is a huge undertaking. The oracle, I think, will come first because I already have so many different images I could use. But I personally love working with tarot myself so it's certainly a goal of mine to to do like a full tarot deck i'd like to put up shareable graphics because like i'm personally like I'm, I'm a very practical witch like i'm a mom i'm busy you know i i don't have well my husband helps me with like packing orders because sometimes it can get a bit crazy um but other than that you know i do everything else myself from social media to corresponding to putting up my posts and planning my pose the air quotes there <laughs> i used to be all about kind of fancy altars and stuff like that and rituals but like i really don't have time for that anymore so a lot of the a lot of the time now i focus on more like intention based and kind of easy peasy things i can do for the sabbaths because i still celebrate them as myself obviously yule is like the biggest one because it always is and of course Samhain. but you know even the little ones i like to do easy simple little rituals like for example like picking some yellow wildflowers for beltane and putting them just something simple like that that i think people can connect with because I think right now on social media you know we see all these beautiful aesthetics and altars and places which is great and I really do love aesthetics clearly you can see it on my moons and stuff like that but I think it's really important to show people that you don't need to have all these tools and this incredible altar full of everything under the sun that represents Beltane you know I like to kind of bring graphics out that are very easy to achieve I guess because that's kind of where I'm at in my life as a witch and have kind of moved past the whole need to have everything by the book in order. And at the end of the day, it's all about intention. So currently at this second, my piece on my on my thing is, is a Beltane graphic to hopefully reach people and be like, listen, simple things, do this, make a little hair wreath, you know, put some yellow flowers around, just burn a yellow candle if you want and, you know, give thanks to the earth and, you know, and, and, and see growth and focus on femininity because that's kind of what it represents at this time of the year, right? Absolutely. I love that. And those beautiful little rituals that mean something to you and that you resonate with. Yeah, I, they I love that. They don't have to be crazy. Just simple. You know, we're kind of, I think we're all, pra I think everyone's a practical witch, really, even if they don't realize it. <laughs> You do custom pieces as well. Yes. So you'll do your own that you put out and people will purchase them. And then you also have people custom order uh, specific things. What was your favorite one? Can you remember what your favorite one was of custom pieces? I, I love doing customs because I really get to connect with the customer. So my process is super 
involved with people. Like I don't just kind of like, okay, you tell me to do this and then just send them the finished piece. Like I'm always kind of going back and forth and sending progress shots and offering like, you know, revisions a couple of times, like through the sketch stage, the ink stage and the color phase. So it's really cool to get, get to know people and, and get their vibes. I really like when people ask me, cause I love cats, right? So I, I get a lot of people that ask me to put their, their cat on the moon. You know, because I'm all about black cats because I got a black cat, right? He's everywhere. But I really think it's cool doing something so personal like that, like putting someone's exact cat, like a little smoky gray or like, you know, calico. And I always try and look at exactly where those orange and white, like, you know, I always really try and kind of bring the details in so they know it's not just, you know, a cat, you know, it's actually their cat. And logos, I really like doing logos. So I started doing business logos uh, probably just over a year ago now. So I just kept getting requests for it. Sending logos for other small businesses is cool and connecting with people on that level. And because, I mean, I'm a business too, right? So sometimes we even kind of get off on tangent and just talking business talk. And it's nice to like connect with people that even though they're not doing the same thing, but it's always witchy stuff too, which like I said, is neat because it's me, right? So I'm like, oh, you got some, oh, wow, those are really pretty. Okay, I'm gonna add you to the bookmark list of shops. Like, you know what I mean? So I actually get to like learn about businesses that I would have never heard of before that I could, you know, potentially be a customer of because I relate to it. I, I think that connection is so beautiful from, you know, local business to local business. It's awesome. I really appreciated you being here today. I think you were so crazy talented. You really, really, truly are. And I have three of your pieces, which I am so appreciative of and love them so very much. And I am purchasing frames because I, I want to I want to put them up on the wall and really enjoy Yay. them because they're, they're so that beautiful. That makes me so happy. I love like knowing my art is in people's homes. It's kind of mind blowing sometimes. I think people wake up and look and see my art like how crazy. <laughs> right. And it it does something to people. It does something to people to look at a beautiful piece of art that invokes whatever it invokes for them. And it's just such a cool experience. And so I, I love what you're doing. I think that the way that you treat people is absolutely incredible and beautiful. And um, and the way that you support people and, and you know, bring them up and all those things. <laughs> I try. That's it. That's what it's all about. You know, it's all about the connections with people and inspiration at the end of the day, you know, like I had, like I had people inspire me and I just, I want to be there for people. But then I also had the struggles of people not wanting to share info or and stuff like that. And I always vowed like to not be like that, you know, or not message me back even. And it was kind of like, well, rude. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you writing me back. Of course, of course. I write everyone back. Honestly, I'm growing, but I'm still at the stage where it might take me a couple days, but I will make a point to get back to people in DMs. And, you know, it's just, that's a super important part that as much as, of course, everyone wants to grow and get bigger. But one of, I think, the, the fears of that is I know at some point I won't be able to it's just physically impossible at some point to maintain those kind of personal connections, you know, and I'll try my damnedest no matter what, but you know. <laughs> well, I love it. Thank you so much for being yes. here today. Thank you. I had so much fun.